media and it's time for the game sports podcast it is your host david mckaig jr i am joined by justin heichel heichel my friend how's it going it's uh, another week uh, in the life we're on what end of november now hitting december this weekend so uh wow. everybody pitter patter on your shopping wow and you know what it's almost the end of november it's just a couple of days away. Yours truly has certainly grown the mustache again this year and in support the Game Sports Podcast and, and, and uh, also 91N, obviously big supporters in the mental health fields, uh, especially when it comes to men's mental health as well. Uh, so hopefully you have the chance to donate or even take part in Movember. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Once it hits the end of this month, Justin, this is going, man. I, 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 I don't mind the look. I really don't, but it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. You know, I know you got the beard action. You don't feel any sympathy for me, but this is this is something that is a once a year thing right here. No, it's I, trust me, it's I understand. Sometimes it's a struggle, but it's so itchy. Well, I, it'd, be, it'd be weird without it. So, but like sometimes, man, like snow blow in the driveway, then you come back in the house, and you're just like, every time you wipe your, it's like, why the fuck? Why is it wet? <laughs> What did I do? Like my nose isn't running. What was it? Oh no! Okay, snow. I'm just and frost. fucking. Yeah, I got I got to defrost for an hour. Like you know when you bring your boots in, you put them on the mat. That's what I got to do with my face. Oh, and it's such a wet time of year. And the Game Sports Podcast is located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. We are powered by 91N. That's 91 Network. Head over to the 91 Network YouTube channel. Follow, subscribe, check out all the video. Great content on there. The Game Sports Podcast is just one piece of content on there. But if you're tuning into the Game Sports Podcast on any audio platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever you're listening to us, just that like, that Subscribe the five stars, whatever it may be. Look, six. Stars. I honestly want to say six stars. Look, whatever stars you they they ask you to sign up there for, we appreciate the support. All right, and it's also been time for Spotify Wrapped. And if we were on your Spotify at Wrapped, well, Spotify didn't call us to say thank you, <laughs> or they didn't we, ask we us didn't to do hear a thank you it. speech on it, so we didn't hear about anything special. But uh, we know there was a good amount of listeners this year on Spotify and also on audio platforms. So if you are a follower and a, and a routine listener, or even if you're a newer listener of the In Sports Podcast, we're happy that you're able to join us. As I mentioned, powered by 91N. A little shout out about 91N here that if you're doing your own podcast. Reach out. That's 91networkssm at gmail.com. And you could have your podcast aired on the platform. Or if you're just interested in starting a podcast, look, myself and members of the whole platform will be able to help you get started. And also starting in January, MC Services by 91N is being offered. And yes, I'm in the forefront of that. So I'm promoting myself with that piece of content. But nonetheless, the Game Sports Podcast, uh, this episode, the second segment, will be sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill. But I'm going to get to that in just a few moments about the segments. In the first segment, myself and Justin here are going to talk a little bit stuff on the ice. There's been some hot topics uh, no. in the National Hockey League, uh, and particularly one hot topic that we're going to kind of bring up here to an appropriate degree. The second segment is going to be the in the pocket segment where myself and Justin are going to talk about the world of football. And that does include some local news for you. Finally, that people are asking for the local news. And this was the week where we planned to do a little bit more in it. It couldn't have been more perfect, this lineup of, of local news. So if you're wondering what I mean by local news, that is Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. But it doesn't matter. This news affects everyone in Canada, okay? It affects everyone in Canada. And it doesn't matter if you're from here or not. It's always going to be great content. So make sure you stay tuned for all the pieces of content. But, yeah, we're going to talk about the NFL as well as our pickums. There was a big shift in the standings the past couple weeks. And last but not least, before we get into our content – I want to say I apologize for last week. We had a last-minute schedule change. Look, it was American Thanksgiving, all right? EJ is a big part of the show. EJ can't join us here tonight because he is selling metal. He's selling cars. He, I use the word metal because that's what he used in our Facebook chat, but he is a busy guy. So if you are in Escanaba, in Escanaba Michigan, you're looking to buy a vehicle, look up E.J. Russell on Facebook and reach out. He will hook you up. They got some good stuff there. So I want to make sure I give him a little plug here. But we apologize that we missed Wednesday's edition last week, but we did have a Monday edition last week and a Monday edition this week, and it was fire. Me and Parr were going off, especially in the beginning, about yours truly being absolutely dog shit at fantasy hockey to start the year. One and six. Oh, Yeah, I'm having a rough Yikes. go, too, but it honestly is. 
Yeah, so fantasy hockey, you got a lot of runway to turn it around. Lots. Football, though, hey, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, that'd be one of the top guys in my football league, but not hockey, I'd be saying you're crazy. But you know what? It is happening. It's, uh, it's definitely an interesting sports year all around. Okay, Justin. So we got about seven-ish minutes here in the first segment because we're going to follow time today. And there's a, there's, there's a lot of points we get to in the world of hockey, okay? A lot of, lot of points we get into. We can talk about Canadian team wrap-ups. You know, the Oilers have really caught fire lately a little bit. The Red Wings signing Patrick Kane. I didn't get to talk about that uh, on Monday, so I'll give a quick reaction. Hopefully at the end, if we have time, just if I forget, please remind me. Uh, I will say that live on here because we usually don't follow the script. We got our things written that we want to talk about, and we free flow. Free flow with it easy for me to say but there's two hot topics i want to get to first one that has a little bit more meat on the bones and it's about Corey perry okay now on monday myself and alex Parr did the episode and we were talking about how Corey perry was on a leave of absence from the team i logged off that call that recording the recording was edited it was submitted and ready to post for yesterday being tuesday november the 28th which was my mom's birthday, by the way. Happy belated birthday again, mother. Uh, the, and as I left this office, this office that's in renovation of 91N still, as you see, we've got some new background stuff kind of happening temporarily. I opened my phone and <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, the internet just decided to go, decided to explode. And it's not because Corey Perry's leave of absence. It's because of the timeline, sure, but what was coming out. Okay, and let me give you this timeline quick. Corey Perry takes a leave from the team placed on waivers, right? So here it is. November 21st, he practices with the Hawks. On the 22nd, he's a healthy scratch. The 23rd, he said how it was an organizational decision. That's what Richardson said about making him a scratch. The 25th, Corey Perry was going to be absent for the foreseeable future. That is from, obviously, the GM, Davidson. And then the 28th, he's waived, which... All that happened. <laughs> then the 29th, he clears waivers. Okay, so the 27th, we did our recording. 28th, he's waived. 29th, which is today, he is gone. Now, the internet absolutely went red hot with this rumor. Swirling, as a respected media employee, apparently through one of the media outlets, again, I'm not going to say the name because we have a good relationship with them. Hopefully it doesn't state anything out loud. Maybe it does. Stated that Corey Perry and Connor Bedard's mother had a sexual interaction. And let me tell you, the dad jokes and the memes that were going everywhere online from Michael Scott's meme with, with, uh, with Pam's mother in the office, if you know, you know, uh, to those saying he took the dad role too far, even to the ones saying that Corey, Corey Perry is going to make Bedard's last name change to Bedard Perry. Uh, <laughs> Look, there was more memes and more pictures that went on here, okay? And there was an absolute list. Look, I, I, people, I've gotten texts about if you think it's true. I am not, I'm going to be very careful how I tread here, okay? I'm not going to say that I don't think it's true or not true. For someone to make that up is very left field. But will people make up things? Absolutely. I feel like I wouldn't, but maybe here, other people's would. Here's the here I guess like my my issue with the timeline of events here. I gotta stop leaning on my desk. I'm shaking my camera all over the place. Looks like I got like the things going on here. <laughs> um so like we what Tuesday he practiced and played, right? Last week. And then Wednesday allegedly uh he was at practice or showed up for practice, got pulled, and that's that's the last we've heard of Corey Perry. Uh, honestly, he hasn't seen the face of the media. The team just basically said no comment, no comment, no comment, no comment. So they, the Chicago Blackhawks let this get totally out of hand from the get-go by not nipping it in the butt at all and just saying, like, there's a, an, a team internal investigation, this is what's going on, um, or... There's an investigation into a potential violation of contract terms. As long as long as you put some meat on the bone, you're fine. And honestly, if this was 
if this is the San Jose Sharks and the San Jose Sharks said we're terminating so and so's contract or putting on waivers for the purpose of terminating, no one bats a fucking eye at it. No one cares. Arizona. Not Arizona. one person gives a flying fuck. But when you have a team that has a history of hiding heinous accusations that turn into heinous acts that turn into getting gifted a first overall pick by the NHL, little conspiracy mm-hmm. theory there. Um, but really, honestly, no one's really been hung out to dry on their previous acts. There's been a couple hand slaps, a couple finger points, maybe even sure. a finger wag. Don't do that. That is a bad thing. That that, but 20, that we're not gonna go the, there. But the team, the team never got ahead of this one. So if you didn't like, they didn't learn the lesson on the last thing. You didn't. You had an opportunity to get out there and say like, "This is there's an issue." All you said is no comment, or this is a personal matter. Well, guess what's going to happen there? And honestly, I don't want to say that people make up things because it's the world of media. It's modern society. People do. People make up things. I don't want to say that, you know, we, I can, and Heiko can state this. Anyone in our game family can tell you that we don't make up things. We, we like to keep things flow and chill, but we're not, we're not a, you know, the game sports podcast in 91N is not a, ESPN, TSN, and Sportsnet level media. So I don't. If if we hear a juicy, if we if we hear a juicy nugget, and that juicy nugget is corroborated throughout the internet, then we're gonna move it along. There's not. um... We've had rumors get told to us from players that are in the league that were proven that we've brought up on here and not brought up on here. Things that I know that if I brought it up, if I brought it up on here, the things that I've been told. It wouldn't be a good image on the well, show. I mean, I just, that's, that's, there's that's there's what, one sitting in your face. It would face. be a good image. There would be a good image. I mean, because I would get a lot of clicks, <laughs> right? But that's not the point. It, it's just it's just that the like you said, the NHL or the Chicago Blackhawks didn't do this right. But somebody who is known, apparently, there's been no name on who. If if I if there was a name that was released on who released it, well, we missed the memo on that. So, oops. But apparently, I'm not, and I said I'm not going to say the news outlet, but people know if you know, you know, is somebody who is known, maybe not like a top tier, but they use the word mid-tier is what I read online. Okay, and watch what you read online. But this website where I read this was very good source. Okay, it's one that's well used in a lot of areas. And they stated that this was brought forward by that employee that was brought forward to their executives and then it released. Okay, for somebody to make this up, it's like, okay, where did you hear that? Because for somebody that is working in the world of media, to bring that rumor up, you can also know that's going to go two ways for you. It's going to make you boom in your career, or it could be a death sentence. Well, because and then you're you liable. Up, you're, you're liable. And if your name gets determined, and apparently who you work for, and it's not true, and you name your sources even, but it's not true – and then there's some uh, there's some harassment acts or there's some you know confident there's mental health issues brought up out of this. Look at Bedard family, right? You don't know what can happen from that. That means lawsuits and lawyers of these big companies do not want that attention. Okay, so I'm not saying that I think it's true or not, but you nailed it on the head, Hike. This wasn't nipped in the butt at the beginning. There's a lot of speculation. Okay, I know Davidson came out right. So let me let me say this point, and I know we're already a minute fifty over. I'm sure listeners are chirping me in the background. For yeah, this. But this is a good, fact, this is a good one. This is a good one. We got to talk about it. Fun fact: Travis Kelsey said Bedard's name wrong on the New Heights podcast, which I love, by the way. Hey now, uh, but any, anyway, like the internet was just on fire. Like I said, okay. So, despite the jokes being entertaining, can you imagine what's going through Bedard's head? The kid's 18 years old. And if you think he doesn't care or he doesn't see any of this stuff, you're wrong. The guy has been in Chai Town for a hot minute, okay? Literally not, not even half a season yet. And in an organization already with a lot of heat for prior allegations, as Hike even touched on already, and we have, trying to turn a new leaf is that organization. And then this happens. Connor Bedard is probably saying, like, yikes, get me the fuck out of here. Well, that's what and I mean, imagine, like the- Justin, if it's true. That's my point about what I was just saying before I got into this quote. If this is true, and, like, that's why I said, I don't know. I don't want to say if I think it's true or not. If you want, fine. You want my opinion? I don't think it's true. 
fine. There's my answer. I don't think it's true. But for something to come up like this, there's got to be something in something that happened. And for Bedard to have this go through his head, 18-year-old kid, apparently the next Crosby, McDavid, whatever way you want to level him to, it will affect him mentally to a degree. It does. I don't care what anyone says. It will affect them mentally. And Chi-Town is deflecting. Davidson's deflecting. Oh, I'd be disturbed. I'd be sick. I'd be this. Look, if it is true and Davidson's saying this, wow. If it comes out that he's true and he was trying to deflect it, that makes it even worse, man. I, that's, that's what I mean. I really like, it's just know. right now they're, the, the Chicago Blackhawks are in a no-win situation. <laughs> like you can't like innocent. No. I, and I mean, if anyone understands this from an HR perspective, you, you probably would. Um, but the HR. team, like the team can't spit out a whole lot of information. Like you can't in that situation, but you could give something. You could give people something so that they're not just fucking taking this story and running with it. Like, look, I don't want to, and I don't want to put. Obviously, people who know me know what my profession is, but I'll I'll say that names don't have to be mentioned. Uh, to dates, times don't have to be mentioned. They mentioned internal personnel, uh, and it happened in Columbus, so they mentioned something, which is something that they should have mentioned at the beginning because this would have erased everything from then. Well, even but if they, they could just... say that they, they could elaborate to a different degree without mentioning names and even the infraction. Look, Corey Perry, look, apparently according to Yahoo.com, and that's not the source that I've been talking about, just so everybody knows, I just did a little investigating before the show, that they think that alcohol was reportedly involved. That's from Frank Cervelli on Daily Faceoff said that. That's from Yahoo saying that Frank Cervelli said that. Okay, apparently it was not criminal, and apparently NHL and the NHLPA were informed. So if anybody knows, it's them. Okay, and fine, if it's not criminal, if it's not, if it's not whatever it may be, Chicago could have said that from the start, knowing that it would not release any confidential information. Look, Corey Perry is going to be taking a leave from the team. We don't know our next steps yet with this contract. However, we can let you know this is not a criminal act. This is not a type of allegation involving any team members or any players or any family members of any which kind. Maybe don't include the family members part, but not in any. It's an internal matter that is being investigated by the team. And when we know more information, we will be able to release it to you because we know you as the media is going to start bullshit, right? Like you don't have – don't include that last end. But you could have said something from the start that was an image protector from an optic perspective, and then you could have addressed it once more information was able. But if Corey's saying, no, you can't say that, and his lawyers are saying it because now you're getting to legal stuff, then that's when teams got to come out and say, hey, we can't say anything because our lawyers and Corey Perry's lawyers – are pushing us aside and say that we no one's allowed to comment this time. We would appreciate that everyone respect our space as we get into this investigation. We can assure you that it, it only involves what we talked about at the beginning, that being that it wasn't anything towards criminal action or any about any involved anyone on the team. It was something outside of the team that was still an internal matter because Corey Perry is a part of the team. And potentially going forward, we need to be better observant of things going forward. But Again, there's a lot of words they could have used, but they didn't. They, they didn't yeah. use any instead. That's what they chose. They didn't. I mean, I, personally, I, said, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm like, to segue out of this a little bit, I just, I like seeing Davidson wear the egg on his face after he shit all over Dubas in Toronto. Yeah. Saying that the Toronto media couldn't, uh, you know, keep their mouths shut about trades. and everything. Yeah, guess what, fuckface? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you so, go. Sorry, they blew the lid off the Peter Morazic blockbuster deal that you had going on. <laughs> Good luck with your disaster. Oh, but the other point I have on this is that no matter what, like no matter what happened with the Corey Perry situation here, and just to turn the lens on another team here that I absolutely love and is potentially one of my favorite franchises in the NHL. How the fuck hasn't Milan Lucic been even? You know, had his contract terminated for, you know, the domestic. Whatever. You know, like why is that? So, what did Corey Perry do? Like, if we're looking, if we're looking at a scale here, like what did if Lucic can get criminally charged? Mm. You know, mm. what the fuck did Corey Perry charged. do? Like, did he put the president in a headlock? Like, what happened? What like what? It 
that's why it's from a knowledge perspective, you know that it's an internal matter. Okay, and that's what makes the Bedard's mom story realistic. Because it makes it easy, like you just know, it makes it, but I'm not. And that's the thing; it's an internal matter, right? You, that's why Chicago is able to react this way with Milan Lucic. If Chicago, Chicago, if Boston went and terminated Lucic's contract, and he was proven not guilty, Boston's lawsuit would be whoop, right? Right? There's more money coming out. So I don't. I think that's why they but, couldn't. But I think so the Corey t- Perry. That's why you know it's internal. That's why it made the story so believable and red hot in the interview. I, I can open up on my phone or scare, share on the screen all the posts. Everyone's talking about it yeah, everywhere. Don't, don't everywhere. open up the message I just sent you on camera. That's uh, that's for an off-the-air <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Look, the point is Connor Bedard's, if Connor Bedard's family is affected by this. They know about it. it Hopefully they're thick skinned about it. I'm sure they're going to want to disappear. I think out of town, hundred percent, hundred percent. And Connor Bedard, I feel bad for him. And honestly, Corey Perry, whatever he did, apparently alcohol is involved. Apparently, it was someone you know in when they were in Columbus. I've heard that he went to a restaurant. I heard he was drinking. Look, I don't know. We we may not ever find out what it is. We do know that apparently it wasn't what people said it was. Okay, but. The Chicago Blackhawks are making it very challenging because they put themselves in this hole where they could have addressed it more appropriately. But at the end of the day, the media is going to say what it wants. It's going to do what it wants. And that's – you can say how sick and disturbed you want the, from the entirety. But in, unless you are able to come up with something to repair this, it's not going to change. It's not going to change. It doesn't even matter now if something was proven about Corey Perry that's different. This is still going to be a meme. Like, you know what, still going to be brought up. You know what it makes it change and makes it go away? Just like the last time when Chicago just won, you know, what, two cups in three years? No one cared what else was going on. Just go on like a seven-game heater going into Christmas, and no one will – everyone will forget about this. Or Bedard will go to the – Can Bedard still eligible for the juniors, isn't he? (laughs) What do you go now? (laughs) Maybe Maybe he goes to the juniors and then decides he doesn't want to go back to Chicago. Oh, God, don't let me go back. Anthony Bavillier gets traded to Chicago. Yeah, here's the, the jingling of the keys. What's going on over here, guys? We made a trade. No big deal. <laughs> He's good. That. That's exactly what I was going to say. But that is the, the – stra- but if you look at the comments about the trade, what's it about? Connor Bedard and Corey Perry and his – look, end of the day, before we transition to the final point, before we get into our in-the-pocket segment, which you know we've definitely ate up time for here. The, the situation, all right, in Chicago is messy. True or not, I've already said where I stand on it, where my point is of all of, all of, all of, all of it, but it was Chicago letting this get out of hand. It's the media that's going to get carried away with it because that's what the media does. And we do know it's an internal matter that is being investigated by the Chicago Blackhawks, and we may or may not find out detail ever. could be alcohol. could be other things. But – there was a lot of internalness is the word I'll use. Not a good word to use, but I will use it because it's not really a word. But it's, uh, the, it's something that occurred, and that's all we know right now, and right now it's speculation. But at the end of the day, everything that's transpired, Bedard knows, his family knows, and if he's an 18-year-old kid. His brain is still developing. He is in a very tight spot. I hope he's got that thick skin that everyone talked about when he came into the league because he's going to need it. He's going to need it right now. That, If anything will distract you more, when it comes to your family, there's nothing more that will distract you in terms of any family matters. Now, the last thing, Hike, that I want to get into, like I said, we won't have time to talk about Sheldon Keefe yelling at Tyler Bertuzzi by any means or, or uh, addressing uh, Patrick Kane. I don't think as much uh, as much as we'd like to, but everyone knows he signed in Detroit. I thought he was going to be a Florida Panther. I said that on Monday, actually. Then he goes out Tuesday morning and signs in Detroit. So I think he just wanted to play with Debrinkit. That made sense. Uh, but the one thing I want to bring up here, more of a kudos to Marc-Andre Fleury. People are going to wonder yeah. why Marc-Andre Fleury. I'm going to tell you why Marc-Andre Fleury. It's a little bit dated. This news, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it because no, Monday was last. Like, yeah, it was last Friday. I mean, that's American Thanksgiving. Everyone's still playing catch up. There's a like there was a lot of fucking sports last weekend. A lot of things, and you know what? Last on Monday we went extra time, but that's standard. A uh, little bit of dated news. 
Mark Andre Fleury had his mask painted and special for his wife's Native American um, uh, Heritage Night. And the NHL was saying that he can't wear the mask. But guess what? He did. And guess what? I fucking love that. He put on that mask and power to you, Flurry, just like Dermot did with the pride tape. Yeah, the like NHL man seems like it's taken a step backwards with this nonsense of an order per se. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen either. I would not listen to the NHL if they told me I couldn't wear a certain thing because it's something I celebrated. If you're Italian and you're on video, you know what that exactly means. I am wearing what I want. Find me. Sue me. Because when I go to my team, Toronto, Minnesota, whatever team I'm on, Flurry's on Minnesota, Minnesota, I hope they would pay that fine in respect to me for my beliefs. Because you know what? At the, at the end of the day, Flurry didn't go out there with a mask that supported anything illegal or criminal. He is celebrating a heritage for his wife and for the overall Native American heritage. NHL, backwards. Flurry. Yes, I'm clapping loud. I'm clapping loud. Power to you because I would do the same thing. Well, like, the thing that blows me out of the water with that, and especially in North America, and especially like up north, like where we are, and especially like, in Minnesota where Flurry's playing, Michigan, like the more northern states, like the Aboriginal population here, like they are a solid fan base. Like that is a solid number in terms of. Like the NHL is a business. Let's just break this down on base level. Why would you piss off at least, I would say 20%, at least 20% of their fan base in North America has some sort of native heritage. You got bigger and battles. Why, to why, fight, and like that, that's just a big, and, and to be completely honest, I think that the game of hockey has some history in terms of that's kind of where it, you can tie it back to. I'm not, I'm not 100%. I might be totally wrong on this and I might be just thinking lacrosse. Um, but. You know, like, it's just like, why the, f why in the absolute fuck is that a good idea? You know what I mean? Marc-Andre Fleury, back. all around, like, top five good guy in the league. Like, when, when the news is all about pieces of shit in the NHL this week, or last week, or the last 14 days, like, there's been a lot of not great media, right? So why would you fucking make some more for yourself instead of just celebrating it? Why don't you just make a, make a post saying... You know, we really appreciate Mark Andre. What you know, why? Like we, everyone knows that the NHL doesn't care about anything. The pride movement. Well, they just do the same corporate thing that every other corporation does to save face value and you do the thing like the NFL does. They write some words in the end zone every week to change. So whatever yeah. you know, like. It, yeah. Just let if the players are the ones that are out there meeting the fans, the ones that are out there actually actioning these missions, and because the, they believe in them, not whether the not because the league told them to, you know why why not celebrate that? And instead they fuck it up again. Like what are they gonna do at the end of the season? Give Corey Perry Man of the Year? Like what's Corey Perry, Milan Lucic, Players of the Year? Like I, that what? was that's a low blow. I'm the but. Bigger battles. Lucic, the Perry incident right now. There's a lot more fires to put out. A lot more fires. And this is a stupid thing to, to Just celebrate the positives. Do. And that's a yes. positive, I thought. And be up to date with society. We're not dating back to the fucking 30s, okay? Be up to date with society. Doesn't matter one's or own's beliefs. If you got your own, you got your own. But you're a business. You need, and your fan base, there's an Aboriginal fan base, international fan base, women, men, any. There's a fan base all over. You need to be open and inclusive. Yeah. Like it's not, and if you're not, you're stepping back. And it makes me hate the game from what it was. I feel like it was better in 2000, but guess what? It was worse. <laughs> It was worse then. And it was, I'm not bringing up examples. That's another conversation. At the end of the day, the game is growing. It's growing in Europe. It's growing everywhere. And you better get ready for it because the European leagues, Japan, China, they're all coming. They're all, they're all getting the love of the game. And you're a big reason why NHL, when you take these steps back, it's really discouraging. Focus cool. on what matters and literally celebrate 
the events that need to happen. Or just or give someone an opportunity to do it better elsewhere. Or simply, if you don't want to celebrate it, two words, fuck off. Now I don't mean fuck off by like, not just, just don't say anything. Let it happen. Just yeah. let it happen and just move on and pick on the battles that mean something. Lucic and now... Woo! We got some fire in Chicago. There's already been fire in Chicago, and someone just like put a blanket over it to cover it for a minute. Now it went, poof, it went back up again. You got some fires to put out. Well, like, put in them any, out and in any, any other league, honestly, I mean, I know we're trying to get away from this, but fuck. Like any other league, like the NBA, any Adam Silver is out in front of it all the time. The NFL, someone does something stupid. The first person they go to is Roger Goodell. They don't go to the owner of the team or the GM of the team. The NHL, what's going on? You know what? We're just going to put this guy we're going to fire at the end of the season out in front of this, and hopefully he can figure it out. Yep. Like, Batman's nowhere to be found. It's just somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He's got the mustache. He's, he's, got, he's, he's hiding. He's hiding. Lurking, lurking hiding. around the camping trailer arena in Arizona somewhere. That's Unbelievable. That's, Anyways, listen, listeners, you've had thirty, almost thirty-two minutes of content. Hike and I were supposed to be done this episode, so yeah, we're still here. Did he, we're, we did. We this was hot topics to talk about, though. We needed to talk about this and address it. In the pocket segment, still going to happen. It's going to be a little bit shorter than those anticipated. There's just a few points we're going to get to, but obviously, we're going to give a little bit of love to local, as I mentioned. This is the Game Sports Podcast. David McKaig, joined by Justin Heichel. EJ Russell has another vacation day for the third straight week. He's hucking cars. Across the parking lot there in Escanaba, Michigan. Uh, you I, mean, I always uh, made made jokes about those Christmas commercials where everyone's like, "Hey, honey, I bought your new car." And that, but like EJ, I think is that guy right now. He's just he got is, a box of those actually... massive bows behind his desk, and he's just like, "Here you go." And he's good at it, man. His social media clips are really good. But nonetheless, we are we've talked talk here, a lot of content. Please leave your feedback below. Look, if you have to vent about any kind of memes or anything about Connor Bedard's mom or family, look, try to. To keep it appropriate here on our platform, please. All right, we understand it's a hot topic, but you you've heard us vent about it for the for the first twenty minutes here. You, uh, as you can understand, there's anytime anyone could see anything just by searching anything, and you could be found in any which way. Okay, so let let's make sure that you know that let's hope it didn't happen the way people predict for the sake of Connor Bedard, the sake of family. Uh, either way. For whatever which way, for Corey Perry's family, it's a mess because either allegation isn't good. Uh, there's a lot going on there. So until we know more, we will wait until more news comes up before we chat about it here on the game. But we are powered by 91N. That's 91 Network. A lot of services offered and content. And you can follow us anywhere on any audio platform. The Game Sports Podcast has been around since 2016. Well, 2015 technically, but we had a name change to the game in 2016. So we've been around a long time. Especially yours truly, I celebrated eight years a week ago with this with the show. That is a long time, and guess how long Hike's been here? Seven years. So, because it was a year after myself, so we've been around a long time. And speaking of seven years, our next segment in the pocket segment is in its seventh season. As you know, it used to be a podcast. Now it's a segment here on the Game Sports Podcast. It's recorded every Monday, Wednesday, and we're here on Wednesday. And we are thirty three minutes in when we we're supposed to be already be done the episode. Don't you love us here on the game? We give you great content. We're going to take a quick breather. I'm going to take a sip of my already half drank drink because of the length. But when we come back, we're going to be talking football here on the game. So don't go anywhere. And welcome back to the Game Sports Podcast. David McKay continuing to host you here. Continuing to be joined by the one and only Justin Heichel. This is segment two of tonight's episode. And yes, it's a Wednesday. So you know what that means. It's in the pocket time. I threw a pretend football there. If I would have thrown a football, I would have hit my wall and knocked down a whole bunch of pictures in the Gretzky corner, but I didn't throw an actual football. Nonetheless, this is the Game Sports Podcast, continuing to be powered by 91N. And, of course, this segment is sponsored by the original home of the Game Sports Podcast, Sioux, Ontario. That is Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sioux St. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar over six years in a row, best wings. Look, check them out. If you come to Sioux St. Marie, you will not be disappointed. Hike and I go nowhere else, all right? If you want to see us, we're there for a nice pint, for some good food. And they even had, at the time, our, our previous title, a game sports show pizza. And let me tell you what was on that pizza. Pepperoni and hot peppers. Wow. 
those are the times. And obviously COVID hit, and then we stopped recording in the studio. So we don't have a pizza there anymore. But I'm sure if you ask a couple of the waitresses there, they will still know what the Game Sports Show pizza is. But nonetheless, this is the In the Pocket segment sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill. We love you over at Sports Center. Justin, we had over 35-ish, close to 35 minutes the first segment, which was 20 Solid 20. Solid 20 minutes. 20 minutes over par. So it did eat up into our segment here today for In the Pocket, but we are going to give you things fast and furious. No, not the movie because they're a little bit overselling that movie. Uh, We're going to give you as much news as we can. We're going to talk about Sioux College. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Hike's going to talk about the Lions. We got our pick'ems, picking the games, and then a two-minute warning at the end where yours truly is going to fire up some hot news at you in place of EJ Russell. usually does the two-minute warning before we close tonight's show. Hike, I want to go first to Sioux College Athletics. And I'm really emphasizing that for a lot of reasons. I want to make sure that that is highlighted in my wording, okay, for programming and editing's sake. If you know, you know. But as well as I want to share that they had some big news. Okay, Sioux College, let me give you a quick little recap, is located in Sioux St. Marie, Ontario. It is one of the best colleges in Ontario. They've been rated closely to Fanshawe. I'm going to give Fanshawe a little bit of love too. They got a great college over there. But Sioux St. Marie, Ontario has a fantastic college. It's grown. It's added sports management now. Sports teams are skyrocketing. Look, Algoma University may be a step behind, but I'm not here to pick on Algoma University. Sioux College Athletics has grown a lot over the past few years. Hockey, baseball, which we cover a lot on our Strike Zone segment. But now the Sioux College Cougars are going to be joining the Canadian Junior Football League, okay, that's the CJFL, in 2025, as announced on their Instagram and all their social media pages. And it was also shared by Sabercats social media page, the Steelers uh, uh, Facebook page, and no, not the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Sioux Steelers, as well as was shared through the Core Colts channels as well. But it is an official on the CJFL. FL, that's going to be going to get used to, to say CJFL yeah, that one, that one sources. It does sources as well. It has been all released and it is official. The Sioux College Cougars will be joining that in 2025. That is exciting. Those of you who don't know what the CJFL is, it has actually been around since 1883, according to research. And there's also 19 teams that are currently playing uh, throughout Canada, throughout the five provinces across Canada. And teams compete annually for something called the Canadian Bowl. Pretty self-explanatory, obviously. And many CJFL players move on to play football careers in the CFL and elsewhere. It's been really well recognized by scouts in the CFL. Those of you in America who don't know the CFL is, well, we're not. it's not the NFL by any means. It's the Canadian Football League. Uh, the, there is an Ontario Football Conference, a Prairie Football Conference, and a BC Football Conference. And there actually used to be a Quebec one as well, but that's no longer existing in the league. Previously, actually, as well, the Sioux team, which is now the Sioux College Cougars, there was a team in the 1990s. I don't know if you knew that. But there was a team in the 90s, and they were called the Sioux St. Marie Storm. And they were there for You know what? I do remember that. They they were there, and then obviously everything transitioned to the Sioux Steelers and focused on that. And the Steelers are obviously still uh, in their league, which is well-known in the Ontario ranks. But Sioux College will be having a football team in 2025, and the Game Sports Podcast is a good working relationship with the Sioux College Cougars and the Sioux College Athletics. There's been a good rapport and a lot of different touch bases. Maybe as we continue to grow, there'll be some more things that we can assist on that. But Justin, quickly going to say, Sioux football, let me tell you, it is and good. That's it is awesome. Very like good. It's, I read so that good. today and I was like, not often do you uh, flip open the old uh, Sioux News or Sioux Today or whatever your choice of you know, media is in the city and you look at it and and you look at it and go, Hey, that's, that's cool. Lately. It's just been like, yeah, it's pretty garbage, but this is like awesome. It would have been so cool when I went to college, if there was like football available, like if they didn't, there was, there was really, I mean, the athletics, like their portfolio of athletics that they've, uh, you know, added in the last few years, it's, it's wild. I mean, what Wild. they have going on there, the athletic center that they have there, it's the um, school in general is in, in the last ten years. That place is they're going they're going off there. Um, 
And uh, honestly, I, I hope the pizza in the cafeteria is still as adequate as it was when I was there. But uh, that's, it actually uh, that's, is. I've had it uh, recently. It, I had it at a job fair. It's really good. It's, it's decent pizza. I mean, you're in the Sioux. You expect good pizza. But college pizza, pretty decent. So Sioux College, okay, the baseball team got better this year. The hockey team's already won a national championship. Doesn't matter if it's D three ACH. I don't care what you say. That's still very good. Okay, there. Look, there's a lot of good players that played in the lower levels of college hockey. I saw the games. There's good, good hockey players there. They've grown into the higher leagues. Uh, someone that I know, Tanner Burton. I hope he doesn't mind me throwing his name out there. I'm sure he doesn't. He's the coach of the hockey team at Sioux College Athletics. I'm sure he doesn't care. Um, but I didn't ask permission to say his name, so I'd like to say that flat out. But he's done a great job with the program now, taking it over from Mike Hall that had it previously. Uh, the, the baseball team, obviously, they're our men's league team. That It's just to show everybody, and hopefully I don't disconnect anything, but you see that trophy to my right if you're on video. Uh, there was another rumor that we did play them last year in the All-Star game. We lost, but we were supposed to play them this year, but it was actually supposed to be the 91 N team that played them, the winning team, but we couldn't figure out a schedule. I think they were a little bit scared to play no. the winning team. Jokes no, I think, I think they're students. <laughs> yeah, I did, they are. Jokes aside, hockey, baseball, volleyball, ho- the women's hockey. Whoa, whoa, timeout. Someone else I know, Branville, involved with the coaches out there, Bronson Kovacs. I know he doesn't matter his name, but Zoli's Cleaners, who's a friend of the show. They're a part of the women's hockey staff there, and they've done a tremendous job. Unbe- like, that, that team's wild. Yeah, aren't they like popping off now, fire. too? They won last year. They clean up this year. They're going to win again this year. That They, they are popping off. So the athletics of Sioux College is booming, and it's probably the pizza. But we're talking about the football here because it's the in-the-pocket segment. The Overall, the school program has done a great job. If you're looking at playing football, really consider Sioux St. Marie from, from out of here because look at the core Colts football program Tom with Tom in it. The big fan of the show as well. Big fan and a friend of the show. Okay. They have done a tremendous job. Jamie Antonello with the Sabercats program. Yet another friend of the show because he's, of course, an analyst, casual analyst now on the show, but all a part of the family. So there has been multiple offside NASA wins before St. Mary's obviously dethroned the Colts this year, uh, but the Colts junior team still did win. I think I got that right. Top of my head, see, no script. Yeah, I got it right. Great. We're on fire here tonight. We've got some good content here. You're missing, you, if you tune into this episode, you got some good shit. So this has been some good football here in the Sioux because of the football programs. We have talent here. And a lot of the focus has been trying to keep people in the Sioux, right? People usually leave the Sioux because of football, university level mostly. But if they go play college, they, are they trying to leave another program they want to experience? But now it's going to tempt people to stay here. And there's so much talent in sports here, hockey and football. Uh, so if you're looking at playing football, it's going to be very competitive. Baseball teams growing. Go to Sioux College. They, they have done a tremendous, de- tremendous job. Over there, as well as the football program, I think is going to be great in its first year. I think it's going to really be like the hockey program, how it's been flourishing quickly. I think, and this is no way it's tending to the baseball program. It's a little bit different. Baseball has been a growing sport here in the Sioux, and it's still growing. Baseball is going to get there. They had a lot of positives this year. I still would say hockey's ahead of it, right, because it's the Sioux. But football, I have a feeling that it is going to be very quick out of the gate, very good because of the talent that we have, the people that can be involved. It's going to be very impressive. Sioux College Athletics has a football team in the CJFL, Canadian Junior Football League, and it's going to be great to hopefully be a part of that bit more in depth, and that's all I'll leave that at. Justin, two things I want to go for. I, I'm going to talk Aaron Rodgers. You're going to go the Lions before we go to pick them and then two-minute warning to wrap up tonight's absolutely electrifying episode. Aaron Rodgers has been activated to practice with the Jets. He has 21 days before it seems he can play, which could be three weeks. And, you know, obviously when it comes to the NFL standings, you know, the Jets have been, well, in the absence of Aaron Rodgers are, well, they are four and seven is their total record. And they're third in the AFC East right now. I would say that, you know, making the playoffs this year doesn't seem realistic by any which way. But I think rushing him this year is a little bit a little bit crazy is the word I want to use, but if a guy wants to play, a guy wants to play. Has a yeah, little I think bit it's of time him. Left. I think it's him too, 100%. But Aaron Rodgers is going to be practicing with the Jets and likely going to be playing within three weeks, which I think takes him to week 16. I'm trying to do my math. Top my head. Again, I'm not looking at anything. This is just a quick math. Saying as I go here, close to 15th, 16th week in the season. So he gives him the last couple weeks in the year to get a little bit of games in before the end of the year uh, and then in preparation for next year. But uh, Aaron Rodgers seems that he will be playing a game this year once more, if not two, maybe three. 
which I wouldn't have guessed in 100 years. I thought getting that injury that he did, I think it's very severe. I feel like he should have taken the rest of the year off, but if he's ready, he's ready, Justin. Yeah, I don't – you're not going to tell that guy no. I don't think it's the smartest thing. But on the other end of it, I mean, the team's the one who's got the money on the line. Like, if he gets hurt doing it, his contract, I think, is guaranteed at that point. Or I'm not sure how that works in the NFL. I don't know if it's as generous as the NHL. But, like, that's if the team's going to okay it and doctors are going to okay it, then I guess it's fine. Or this is a science experiment, one of the two. And this is a team that really had hopes going into this year, right, to finally make some noise and make the playoffs. And Rodgers a year older next year, big, big injury. I think think him getting hurt was a bit of a godsend for the Jets because the Jets got a better look at some of their um, deficiencies. Uh, Yeah, their depth pieces after Rodgers and some of their depth after. Wilson's not the guy, dude. He's not the guy. He's and I'll say it flat out, just like I'm a Steeler fan. I don't think Pickett's the guy, dude. I, I really, I really don't. Yeah, what what, what Wilson makes is. you what makes you think Pickett's not the guy? LOL. Because <laughs> I can't pick him to win a game. I don't know. Tell you. Yeah, I know. I've been. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I'm real torn up on that pick this week. But anyways, uh, anyways, uh, Lions, yeah. Justin, tell me about now. We have a lot of Lions listeners. Are to be honest with listeners, there's three teams that. Well, actually, it's four. I should rephrase that. Four teams that really follow that a lot of the fans of the show. That's the Steelers, because a lot of two fans that are Steeler fans. Remember that. Lions, Packers, and the Browns. It's within close demographic. Hike is a Colts fan. Dane Hancho is a Falcon fan. EJ is a Browns fan. I'm a Steelers fan. And the list. Tyler Ouellette is a, I'm drawing a blank, Lions fan. Yikes. Anyway, wrong, I'm wrong. That's fine. He'll correct me on chat if I'm wrong. I believe he is a Lions fan. I believe I'm, he is. But I, we, we could be totally off base here. And Scott was a big Lions fan as well, and so was Butch. And uh, so the, the, the list goes on for Lions fans. So Justin's going to give a little bit of love to the Lions fans. Let's call it love. Right, Justin? Yeah, I, I guess it's love. I mean, I... I don't know. I always uh, the American Thanksgiving always gets the that you know starts the holiday season for me. Having the Lions on at twelve thirty, I always bail on work and go home watch the football for the afternoon. Uh, gets you all warm inside, ready for the season. And you think you know? I thought this year they were going to turn it change. You know, just a real change. The Lions are going to win this year. They're pretty well one of the best teams in the NFC. Let's uh, no. Nope, they did not. We had a uh, got a real weak halftime show going on there. It looked like a, a little kind of like Blues Clues adventure with something going on with that stage. Wasn't as uh, good as Dolly Parton's. No, I, well, but yeah, I mean, if <laughs> Dolly Parton and the Dallas Cowboys, you knew that they were going to do it up. That's. Yeah, true. But she was, hey, she was look, an old cheerleader for the Cowboys. Yeah, it was just kind of a bummer for the Lions. I mean, they didn't win. Um, played pretty good in garbage time. Uh, near the end of the game there, but just uh, just a real kind of a sad effort. And I don't know if it was uh, everyone, you know, the noon on a Thursday game throws you off. Thursday games are t- a tough go to begin with, but I feel like Thanksgiving in Detroit, that'd be one of those games that gets you a little hyped. Uh, but the real thing, I, I really, that it's not even a part of the football game, really, that I wanted to talk about with the Lions game was the tribute that Fox did on their broadcast to uh, Uperman. From the UP, I mean, that's, you don't often, I mean, you watch local news and you see stuff from your area, but to watch a national broadcast when you know like 35, 40 million households are watching and you, like the first thing you see is a license plate frame for Sioux Motors. Like, I mean, I know it's from Michigan, but like that's, I like to think that the Twin Sioux is kind of just one city. And I mean, I know it's it's a UP story, uh, the, the Uperman and his Lions fandom with the daughter, um, and the Uperman bar there. But like, it was that was just a cool story to to hear. I mean, you hear, uh, you know, Scott Cook was talking about it on the radio at one point. Like, it was just cool to hear and to see that. And you don't you see all these stories from small town America everywhere, and you don't ever think that you just get to experience that. And really, we got like a gem right here, five minutes away from us, over the border. So that was just cool to see. It was cool to see local, you know, and uh, it was it was a really 
I don't know. I don't get teary eyed much, but that was uh, that was a pretty emotional tribute to uh, probably number one Lions fan there. Man, honestly, the emotion side of things get more emotional with age, and I make myself sound old. Yeah, wait till you have a kid. I I I heard I've heard uh, tales of that uh, when a like, child comes. I just like I cry at stuff now, and I'm lo- like I'm look I look at myself. I'm like you're a bitch. Why <laughs> it's like, I shit talk myself, uh, and it doesn't change. Uh, but uh, we'll uh, we'll segue okay, over into yes, the picks here because up. we got to keep rolling. We got uh, can't lose any steam here. We got a couple minutes left to go. So yeah, quick Ed, recap. EJ's picks. You can name do you do you, I'll ask this flat out because we didn't talk about this on it. Do you want to name EJ's picks or you want to just leave that for us? Well, let's because uh, we're on a time crunch. Let's just rip through it. Sure. Uh, we'll okay. just do ours. We'll do the recap from last week and uh, we'll do our picks okay. and then go to the two minute warning. There's a little Sounds breakdown, good. everybody. Um, so uh, standings. Uh, my chub is miles long, still in first with 116. Steelers Nation in second with 113, and uh, the Big original jump the last couple weeks. Original My hikes God. picks in third with uh, 111. So a five point spread across the across the board here. So we're we're tight still going uh, going into the back half of the season. It's uh, it's going to be great. Going to be competitive. Group average is 113 points. So Dave, you are uh, setting the bar. I like that. I was in first until two at last week. Uh, then EJ just – I had a bad week. It was in uh, week 11. I got seven points, and EJ got 12. And he yeah, just, you can't. That's uh, sometimes the that's kiss a, of death. Yeah, right there, and I'm three points, and I'm glad EJ's not here to rub it in and give the finger on air because he likes to do that. That's his thing. That's his trademark. It's, I'll go first with the all picks right, all right. Uh, because I'm not in first, so I, I, I won't do that. And I still haven't changed my name uh, in the in the picks. So I guess we're rocking Steelers Nation the entire season. But Thursday nighter, starting with that, Cowboys or the Seahawks. Simple. Hike may not like this pick. I was really hovering. I think it's going to be a close game, but I chose the Titans over the Colts this week. Close game, though. Chargers, Patriots, Chargers. I chose the Lions over the Saints, Falcons over the Jets, Steelers over the Cardinals. Steelers, man. God. The most annoying. That, you know, I've been Above staring 500 at that. 500 team. Like all they week, I've like, Arizona could do it, but Pittsburgh is in the playoffs, so. It's unbelievable that we, that the Steelers are in there. Dolphins over Commanders, Texans over the Broncos, Bucks over the Panthers, Rams over the Browns. Yeah, sorry, Browns. Rams got you this week. Eagles over the Niners in a very, very good Sunday afternoon game. Too bad that wasn't flexed to like I yeah, know, that's Monday it's, or Sunday night. It's stupid like, to me that that's not the Sunday night game. But hey, I know why it isn't. We exactly. I'm gonna yeah, tell you me, why. Yeah, me too. The Chiefs over the Packers because I bet you Taylor Swift and Simone Bias will be in attendance for that game. Uh, probably not Taylor. I shouldn't say that. But I don't know about that. It's in Green Bay. I doubt they're going there. Yeah, true. Jacksonville over the Bengals because you know what? Bengals are a mess. Burrow's gone. Jacksonville. Trent Lawrence just looking great. Looking great. 31-21 Jags over the Bengals. I'll give the Bengals a little love there. 34-14 Chiefs over the Packers. Miami's going to get the most this week, and it sucks. I'm playing Tyreek Hill in fantasy. I feel like Re- Tyreek Hill is going to go off. And Carolina with the least because Carolina is a disaster. That That's is hilarious. Picks. Our tiebreakers are identical. <laughs> uh, so, like, Hike, you're up. Thursday nighter, I got the Cowboys over Seattle. Uh, Colts over the Titans, holding uh, down that wild card spot. A, uh, no business being there, but we're there. <laughs> Chargers over New England, uh, Detroit over New Orleans, Falcons over the Jets, Pittsburgh over Arizona against my better judgment, Miami over Washington, Houston over Denver. I'd like to note that it's a crime that Houston isn't in the playoffs and the Colts are, and I'm a Colts fan. Um, Tampa over Carolina, Rams over Cleveland, Philly over San Fran, KC over Green Bay, Jacksonville over Cincy. Monday night score, 28-13, and uh, Sunday nighter, 42 Kansas City, 17 Green Bay. Our other tiebreakers are the same, so yeah, Dolphins and Carolina. (laughs) Fucking Panthers are a mess. Goddamn shit show of a franchise. They're brutal. They're brutal. They're awful. They're awful. Now... 
I want to say, actually, no, I'll save that for the end, this funny point I want to bring up. We've got two-minute warning. If you don't know what two-minute warning is, we try to do it each week. It's the In the Pocket segment. Makes sense. Two-minute warning. Football, right? Good. We're all caught up. That's good. Now, I did type this one out. I'm going to be straight with you because this is usually EJ's department. But you know what? I decided I had some hot topics to bring in. It probably will be less than two minutes. But guess what? I'm going to win the game in less than two minutes. I'm going to do a QB kneel to win the game after that. All right? Called it now. Let's go. Starting right now. So, Deshaun Watson, retirement. And when I think of Deshaun Watson, great receiver, great football player. I also think of a Silver Linings playbook for some reason. Don't know why. And updated power rankings as per NFL.com. First are the Eagles, second are the Ravens, third are the 49ers, fourth are the Chiefs, fifth are the Cowboys, sixth are the Dolphins, seventh are the Jags, eighth are the Lions after tumbling a little bit, ninth are the Steelers. What? Tenth are the Browns. Another what's on there for me. Quickly, the game. No, not the game sports podcast. The game between Michigan State and Ohio State. It was a close game down to the end. 91N and the game's own. Dane Hanshaw was in attendance for that game as well as many others at the big house. And oof, let me tell you, it was packed. Tailgating. The time was great. I need to get out to one of those games in Michigan. It looks like a hell of a time, but what a game by Michigan State and Ohio State. They did not disappoint in that game. But guess what, fans? Let me give you a little bit of college football rankings. Yes, from me. Don't look around. I'm giving it to you. As of November 28th from CBS, first is Georgia, second is Michigan, third is Washington, Florida State, and rounding up the top five is yours is truly's own Oregon Ducks and notables to mention as Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, and Penn State. And let me correct myself because you probably have already corrected me. It wasn't Michigan State. It was Michigan playing in the big house against Ohio State. I don't even know why I said Michigan State. I'm sure Michigan fans are absolutely livid. But maybe I did that on purpose. Just make sure you're paying attention because I've corrected myself, right? Keep that in your mind as you go on. That is my... Two-minute warning. I think that is two minutes almost bang on right there. So you know what? All the love there for, for that. And I want to point out something outside of two-minute warning. You see my jerseys if you're on video? That's a Steeler jersey right here. My favorite Steeler of all time, Troy Polamalu. And on the right, I didn't show the name. It's an A because it's when Tavares was the assistant captain and I wanted to show the Leaf jersey. But guess what? It's crooked. I did not do a good job if you're on video seeing that I did not do a good job putting over that. If you're wondering why I'm covering the calendar, it's because obviously our sponsor by Flawless Roofing has expired, but it's because they are retiring. So I'm going to make sure I give Flawless Roofing a little bit of love. Flawless Roofing is incorporated over 30 years in the business. Reach out to them. They're still accepting work. But the In the Pocket segment has been sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Susie Ontario's best sports bar. And don't hesitate to chirp me about my tilted jerseys if you want. So what? I improvised at once. Just like I made a purposeful mistake. Yes, it's a word. I said Michigan State at the beginning to see if you were listening. It was Michigan and Ohio State. I'm sure Justin caught that too at the beginning and was probably waiting for it. But I knew it. I knew it. Hike, it's been a great show. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. Obviously, the uh, we hit the half an hour time limit, so we got to shut her down. <laughs> LOL. We're going to shut her down, but I hope you enjoyed all this great content. You know, we've been really trying to get on the time limit stuff, but there's a lot of hot topics to touch on. And we were absent last week. We weren't here for In the Pocket or anything last week, but we hope you enjoyed all the stuff that the Game Sports Podcast has brought you. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on 91N, that's 91 Network YouTube channel, or any of the audio platforms for the Game Sports podcast justin i want to thank you my friend it's been a good time as always i know ej's been absent for a little bit he's been working hard tyler Willett has been able to make an episode this year so far but you and i have been holding down the fort on the wednesdays here yeah we're uh, doing what we can and uh we'll be we'll be back with the fellas one of these days about one of these days next week we will be back and i'm going to remind listeners if you have listened this far i'm going to remind you on the next episode as well but we will be having a December slowdown, just so everybody knows. Uh, every year in December and every year in August, yes, August, we take a new slowdown. Unless something's hot to talk about, we talk about, we get on a show or post something. But we're going to be taking a vacation in December. And just so listeners and everybody knows in advance, so you can put it in your calendars, that from December the after December 20th Wednesday show, that's from the 21st 
until the new year. The Game Sports Podcast will be having a break. So we'll be off after December 20th until returning on January the 3rd. Okay, so just so everybody knows in advance, the only thing you'll see is hot up-to-date Short media clip postings, I'm sure. There'll still be some news content that we will post about our episodes. But in terms of actual new uploads, we'll be on vacation from the 20th until the 3rd of January. Just so everybody knows. Okay? In advance. I told you in advance. So don't be surprised if you're wondering where it is. Justin, thank you again. And, of course, thank you again to all the listeners. Like, follow, and subscribe. I can't tell you that, guys, enough. And I appreciate everyone being able to join. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Justin, to the conclusion, which many would say finally an hour in where this was only supposed to be a half hour episode, but you know what? Fun stuff. I'm here to remind you, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.